Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Man. No more can. Nope. 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 Hey man, look at your boy over there, man. He's he's this, so this old bitter beer face over there. He he's he's vexed because what, what's he mad at? What's he, he mad about, son? He, he wants to be happy. No, he don't. And wants you to acknowledge the dolphins. The dolphins. <laughs> that that just typical. Right. I mean, is this a th- don't don't hurt yourself patting yourself on the back there. Oh, oh, uh, Jay Fiedler. <laughs> you you, you want to get some off your chest? You you, you're allowed. Here he goes. You're allowed, Jay. Jay. I I don't know if you've been aware of this, Jay, but there's a team in the AFC East not named the Patriots, Bills, or Jets that's on, on a seven game win streak right now. Seven. Yeah, we talked about seven. This. We talked about this Siete. the last two days. And I'm sure you talked about this with your little brethren, Sipple, the cookie monster. You two are the two angriest dudes in the world. He mad because people are making million-dollar decisions, and you mad just because the Dolphins don't get no respect. That, we I gave am, you yeah, respect. I am so mad winning about seven that. games in the NFL is a big feat. Thank you. Period. Just to win seven in the season I'm is, glad is, is to hear you say feat. that. But with seven in a row, regardless of who you beat, it's it's still a hard feat to do. Well, and, now you said and, it, and, so I respect and they're, it. And they're, I said it yesterday, so you obviously ain't been listening. I told you to call in yesterday morning. Nobody answered the phone. No, had, no you didn't call. And nobody Harrison answered was the phone. Here. Nobody, nobody returned to, on the Sarter Heyman text line. 402-464-5685. Uh, I only got to hear a little bit because it's been kind of been chauffeuring back to the airport and stuff, so... Uh, you know, I, I you know, uh, DP had to come out of out of off a of vacation to deal with some some nonsense. This is like me coming in here dealing with you, Rico, and babyface gangster Nick. You know, you three. Well, the three I, I'm just glad that you give us a little bit of respect. I here. did. You just didn't listen yesterday. I gave you guys respect, and you know what? I said you guys are dangerous because you want to well, know why we are dangerous because Ryan Tannehill is not playing well. The offense kind of got on track, but you guys play. I think you guys play hellified defense. Thank you for That's you very for kind you people you. out there. The little bit Ebon is hellified means good defense. Okay, <laughs> um, and the offense is just good. And I'm telling you, Duke Johnson, I love him. He's big fan. He, you need to be, if he's only on a one year deal, he needs to be your starting running back next year. He's more physical, and I think him being upset of how he got kind of well, Bradley Chubb was off the chain, so you can't be mad about that. But when they brought in. Uh, the guy from Kansas City never gave him a chance. Then he came to Houston. He actually played well in Houston. And then they brought in dang David Johnson. I mean, that dude. I, hey, look, man. I've, I've played with some guys that stole some money. All right? And you think they're stealing because they, quote, unquote, been injured or they don't make the Pro Bowl, then they get injuries. I get all that. But homeboy David Johnson, <laughs> hey, he coming in there. With some MC Hammer Speedo leopard print mankinis on, whoa! With with no mask on, so just give me my money because I am stealing right now. I mean, I guarantee you, 
because on here's what we used to do on days off or so Monday well the very few times we had victory Monday and then Tuesday were our day out we'd always go in like the fifth ward and eat right they don't know fifth ward yeah, yeah. so for <laughs> you I'm not my head and assume I know what you're talking they about don't know fifth ward. we go in there and eat and do some stuff he can't go on the fifth ward because he'd be in there eating at Papado's or somewhere one of the and they would just be like nah dog we ain't we, if he did get food, you know they spitting in his food, or he getting the food that is spoiled. He getting a lot of spoiled meat. But your Dolphins are, you know what? They're, they look, they're playing Tennessee at home, right? Nope, in Tennessee. Uh, well, the, the Dolphins since 2017 are one and eleven in games below 50 degree weather. It's gonna be a high of 38. So we can change a little narrative here. Uh, well, Jay. see, since you talked about it and you're thinking about it, they're not thinking about it. Now, I just saw now, a stat. Now, but you, as a fan, you you just your your vibe as a fan. I'm nervous. I'm allowed team. to be nervous. I'm very nervous. I went from not Pepto caring about Bismol? the season to now being in the playoffs as of right now. Do you need some Pepto? I would drink it right now. Yeah, okay. you'll be all right. It. It's only Wednesday, so I mean, it was you, nothing you think about right now is going to change the game. I just I just got to thank you, Jay, because your teams, the Texans and the Bills, both were huge. Well, uh, the, Bills, for the Dolphins the Bills, this week. The, they, you the beat Bills the Patriots, which is big. What we should have been doing, and that's all there is to it. Now sit back, listen to what's about to come through these radio airwaves, and relax. I'm relaxed. Thank yeah. you for the compliments of the Miami Dolphins. I needed that. I, I just want to point you. So David Johnson in the last <laughs> there you go two years, <laughs> two years, last three years. So he's got a thirty-one, thirty-two million dollar guarantee, twenty-four guaranteed at the time. But since he's been on the roster, he yeah, gets he additional. The, yeah. He gets additional money. Now. In the last two seasons, two seasons, Nick, you haven't played a, a down in the NFL. And I know he could get the, these yards. Right? He has carried 62 times for 200 yards this year. Combined, he hasn't rushed for 900 in the last two and has received $26 million for those limited carries. For for our statisticians out there, all you guys that are into, um, what the hell is it called when they use the stats to make metrics? Football, metrics what is that per carry and per yards? Two hundred and nine carries for twenty six million dollars. It's like a hundred and some thousand dollars a carry, right? That's a, that's insane. Or and maybe you would that. say, okay, maybe he, maybe you know, he had, maybe he was receiving. But no, he's he's caught sixty two passes, and that was supposed to be his deal, right? So the factor back sixty two pass receptions. Hey, and you always wonder why uh, GMs and and coaches get fired. They it is not an exact science out but, there. But it, point it, but, this out: these are your Texans, right? Because I'm, well, I'm, I'm not claiming I'm not claiming them no more. So like, yeah, like, I can't I'm, I can <laughs> claim them in name and structure. That is definitely not the organization I left. Right. So peep this: that not only are you paying him. Thirteen million. You paying Watson? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How but many that, people but, are they but, paying? But those, but Watson's different. They've they've chosen to do that, and and their little plan backfired. They thought that they were going to bully Watson in on trying to like air out laundry and get him to stay. That's the dumbest thing ever. Especially when you've been in the same circles, right? Y'all like, roll into the do the same thing, and he goes into room one, you go into room two, and you telling on the dude in room one. Yeah, it was well. You're both wet from the same water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Like you were in yeah. the same pool. Right. Uh, you really can't complain about it. Right. Yeah. So it's it's uh you know what though the, here's the deal when you really really think about it is you know these guys that go in and and 
you know, I know David Johnson has some injury stuff, but at some point in time, the pride about him and his work has is long been gone. That's why you see some of these guys, you know, declaring for the NFL. They'd be like, because uh, they all see this. All you need is one dummy, one dummy to pay you. To pay you. To pay. It's not just saying, oh, I need one team to, to liking me enough to draft me or give me a chance. You just need one dummy that to give you to give you a a, a, a deal, and then next thing you know, you're well on your way. So you can't, uh, you know, you can't be upset at it. You just gotta, you know, just point at it and just shake your head, man. It's, I I just don't get it. You you brought up, you know, the the whole opting out thing. Oh, for the boat, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I, it'd be very hard for me to do it, but I was never in a position where I had a first or second round grade. Um, now I played with two guys I got a ton of respect for that came back with came back and played a full season with first or second round grades. So that's when I look at guys and seeing them if they're saving themselves for fourth, fifth, sixth round grade. You know, you're looking at them like you 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 know you're going to be that regardless of anything that happens and so but when you get into situations to where um guys are going to be drafted that high or if there's not a lot of guys at his his position that he has to make sure he cements himself like in Pickett's case as number one quarterback um you know you can question it and you can understand it I can I see both sides look I never really one thing I learned about in the NFL you never talk about somebody's personal life um, and then you never ever try to you never try to dictate through the media or or question anybody doing about their you know their finances right. and so you gotta you, you know they gotta make the best decision for them because for every you know Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave there's the Jake Button there's uh, Jalen Smith that literally by doing the right thing in soft quotes for the, you know finishing out not you know quitting or whatever it cost them tens of millions of dollars and Jalen Smith was lucky enough to have a team draft him kind of put him in a redshirt year play pay him after he played well um and then but now he's just kind of bouncing around the league because eventually the wear and tear from that original injury has caught up to him and then Jake Butt was going to be a first or second round pick as a tight end from Michigan blew his knee out and he just retired after like four years and that's after maybe blowing his knee out again uh, while I get in the league. Now, you could say, yeah, you could get injured at any point in time, but he got injured at the point in time that he could have very easily opted out. Because all know? of his retirement stuff is based on that. Based all on longevity. His, yep. And, his, you know, disability affected, right. based well, on that. Yeah, not the – I mean, that's just based on, if, you know, how jacked up you are, but it's it affected the beginning of his earnings and then affected his ability to have future earnings. And I know that they don't have a GoFundMe in Michigan for – you know, five, six million for him. And so, um, now, you know, granted, you know, I think, you know, I've heard Jake Buck talk about it. He has a great idea, a great uh, mindset about it. But ultimately, it's one of those things that uh, will eventually eat at him because it's something that, uh, you know, he did. And, um, and, it, and it's not like the university turned his back on him or anything like that. I'm sure he's, you know, he has the ability to go up there and if he wanted to coach or whatever, he'd be more than welcome to get a job. So, in that sense that I know Michigan would probably take care of them. But there's there are cases where guys, that, you know, I won't say ruin their careers, but it really, really affects their career. Well, now, Marcus Dupree is, is yeah. the guy that comes to mind, a guy that if he had left as a freshman, he's number two pick. Yeah, he's I mean, that's, pick, the, right? I, that's, that's just the NCAA rules, right? I'm talking about you finished your college career, which is into the regular season. 
and 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 then you decide, okay, well, I'm going to get ready for my NFL career. Now, you'd like to play that one more game. I love playing at Nebraska, and I love playing with my teammates. It would be very hard for me to be watching right now and watching, you know, you know, Mike Brown and all those guys playing, and I'm sitting here, and I'm, you know, down at, like, Florida IMG and eating a smoothie with 50 grams of protein and just got done, you know, working out when those guys I know that when as me being a captain have wanted things out of them physically even when they were tired. You know what I'm saying? And – um and so it's 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 just a unique case. It's just day of the day and the times of it. And um, there's a lot more money at stake. These rookies that are coming in making rookie minimum are up at two or three hundred thousand. I think when I came, I made like fifty. So it's it's a, it's a different. I mean, you could be a middle round pick, and if you get hang around, you could be you you might not be set for life. You're but you're well. You're you're three quarters of the way there. So. Um, I, I always respect people that are doing it. What I don't respect is if you show up before the season talking about what you're going to do at the end of the season. Yeah. What I don't respect is if you're out there kind of uh, – I call it – football is a sport that you can't participate in. And I think in other sports you can. There's blood and – Because blood it's, a, it's, it's just everything. that yeah. it's, it's physical. It's mental. It's emotional. Um, so, you know, if, I, if, if you're out there and you're not fully playing football – um, then, you know, then I will question you that, but, um, you know, whether they do it, I would, I, I mean, there's as much as people are uptight, you know, simple's uptight about guys bowing out about that. You could be uptight by guys not coming back and finishing another year. All of it to me seems like we've lost the, 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 the vantage and perception. Yeah. We're talking about millions of dollars. Yeah, and, and it's great for anybody to say what they would do when they're not in that position. You just never know until you – well, that's one other thing, like being in, in the NFL and being around people, you just never – you know, you can sit back, oh, I'd never do that, and, and whether somebody has some personal stuff going on or, you know, so forth and so on, oh, that's never going to be me or whatever. You just never put your judge hat on until you've ever come close or experienced into what they're – they're going to or going through and have decision to have to make. So, you know, I think the purity of college football changed years ago. And I, like I said, and I'll keep saying it, college football is professional sports. It's a minor – it's the closest thing to a minor league professional team or, you know, organizations as possible because football is the only major sport that doesn't have a minor league. And the NFL is entertainment. Well, it, wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you say that Alabama, the pro, the, its football program is run at a higher professional efficiency than and a lot of pro, pro <laughs> Yeah, and so was Ohio State. So uh, at times was Cle, uh, Clemson, maybe even Notre Dame. Uh, all of the teams that are consistently highly ranked are probably operating at a better clip than Jackson. Jacksonville, um, Detroit, uh, Chicago. I mean, I can go through and pick through teams. Washington. I mean, Houston, Washington. Yeah. Um, you know, you could. I wouldn't say the Chargers, but the Chargers have long had some issues. Well, they haven't the had Jets. They haven't had that sort of ultimate success. Like well, they, they have, they but Super they Bowl where they got beat, and then. But they they had the most talented team, and they'd always lose. But I'm just saying, yeah. just from, you know, their whole stadium deal. Um, how they go about signing their draft choices. If you look at their their, it's always like language. Like you just picked this guy, mm-hmm. right? So you know what the same the same contract that the person got picked the year before, and the year before in that same slot, and the guy high, ahead of him and below of him, you're somewhere in between. It's, so when you call so his 80, agent, eighty percent or a hundred 
from 80% to 120% of the last slotted guy. It's going to be 100%. It's just a matter it's a matter of who's drafted ahead of you and below you and everything goes from there and it goes through the NFLPA but you can't call a guy up knowing that you got to start at 5 million and offer him a million. Right. So 2 so, weeks before training camp. So imagine that number 1 pick uh, the value of the contract will be somewhere around $37 million with a signing bonus of 24 or $25 million. If you're in the top 10, uh, the contract value – and, again, those are, those, those are three, it's three years. Or is that four? Uh, First-round guys are four, and right. then the team can give you know do the option and have you for you know like a fifth year, you know, and they pick up your option. So the, so. the number 10 pick next year will – have a contract value four years, $20 million with a guarantee, $12 though. million dollar signing bonus. But it's all guaranteed. Though. Yeah, all guaranteed. Can't mess it up. Even if you drop down to 20, it's $14 million and $7 million. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of choices to be made. So you can't get mad at them for making those choices. Look, if somebody said to me that even if you're the number 32 pick, your four year deal will be a $12 million, $5.5 million signing bonus if just by being in the first round. Like just right. by being in the first round, and I understand, you know, purists who say, "Well, it wasn't always that way." Well, just because it was doesn't mean it was always good. What <laughs> it was always right. What I would say is, if somebody calls my nephew and says, "Here's what you want to do professionally," right. we're going to put you in. You're going to fall automatically. You're going to fall in the fourteen million, five million area. Right. He can always get his degree. Yeah. You, you can go to University of Phoenix, can't you? Yeah. Like, he's not going to ah, always. You can buy a degree these days. University of Arizona. Phoenix, yeah, yeah, Phoenix yeah, is everywhere. Phoenix, or whatever it is. Phoenix yeah. is everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, or whatever the, the, the online. Look, man, the, these kids got to make their decision. And you look at – I just I, if you look at the two kids from Ohio State, they've played in national championship games since the time they've been there. Um, they were – this year's so odd to them, they didn't even make the Big Ten championship. It's a long time for them to be weighing their future to get ready to play one game. So they probably, you know, since Thanksgiving and then they'd be playing New Year's Day. Um, now, granted, I'll say this. It would be very hard for me for me personally not to play. Um, but I never was in that position of getting – If you were a first-round guy. It would be – It would be. I'd have to make a decision because, I mean, linebacker's different. You know, I mean, literally all these guys got to do is get ready and get in shape. And you know they're going to yeah, run make good. Make sure the hamstrings are loose, You're right? And, and just run a good a forty because they got excellent tape. Right. Um, so it'd be, it would be, I would have to make a decision, and it would be something that I would talk to. You know, uh, in this case, Coach McBride, Coach Osborne, Coach Solich, and of course my dad. I, I, I can't imagine walking away from fifteen million dollars. Yeah, well, you're not walking away. It's like you, you know, but you'd have to have well, a putting plan. it at risk. You would have to have a lawyer London London's policy, I assume, yep. and then you, based on what you're projected to go, and then if you drop below that, you get a little bit of money based on that. But um, that's where guys are trying to do it. But you know, they, the Ohio State kids look. Ohio State's going to put a good product out there. They got Marvin Harris Jr. and the other receiver number eleven that are going to be first round picks themselves. So don't think Utah's right. getting a day off, right? As a matter of fact, I think number 11 might be better than Alave and Wilson anyways. And then Marvin Harrison Jr., if he didn't get hurt at, through camp, he, he'd be eating in a, into their stuff anyways. And so, and then you still got Stroud as the quarterback, and they got two excellent tight ends. They got a running back that's a true freshman. And I know that D, Haskell Garrett isn't going to be playing in, in um, 
and he's had some injury issues all year, and he's kind of turned it on at, towards the end of the season. So I can understand him from an injury standpoint wanting to be fully healthy for when he has to go through the the you know underwear Olympics. So I mean, I see everybody's point, um, but I think that you need to probably have that same energy about what's going on here with where you guys' mindset is. Because if you're showing, I, I can tell you this: I Amon Green went early. Uh, Lawrence Phillips was number six pick. Maybe even higher. Grant was Grant Wisham and Jason Peter were both in the top fourteen. Um, I was on the team where Zach Weger was picked high. I'm trying to think of all the guys that were picked up: Michael Booker, Tyrone Williams, mm-hmm. Mike Brown, um, Tony Veal. I mean, we had twenty out of the twenty-two guys on the defense in '95. I think twenty got drafted, and I think only reason Phil Ellis didn't get drafted is because he wanted to go be an engineer and go work for his you know, on the farm or whatever back in Grand Island. But um, nobody ever showed it. Nobody ever showed up at the beginning of the season talking about the NFL, and nobody played for the betterment of them before the team. Yeah. And so they, if, 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 you, if you mad about the end product, you got to be mad at the beginning product. Well, I mean, I think – And we ain't if, in no position to be thinking about that no way because we flat out garbage at three and nine. If, if – if, and I want to ask this in, in, the, in the correct way. A general rule for coaches, if you're not playing for playoffs and championship or in playoffs and championships, at some point they need to see what is left in the cupboard. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, like like <laughs> so, what they start doing is they start – the younger guys start getting more reps and, yeah. and they want to see what they can do. That's why bowl games are so important. Yes, the bowl games is the very end and you want to win that bowl game and go into the offseason with – It's the work. With the positive of a, a W. But you get – a, a whole month of another uh, you get a pretty much another sp- a free spring ball mm-hmm. now practice. granted you're not going to be you know banging on each other that much but you're going to be able to get the playbook get, under- scheme well, understanding conditioning well, you're just gonna, you're, it's not even that it's just you're going to get guys if you have a really really good like just say receiver group that is young but you have uh a, a, a senior and two juniors or just two seniors and you got you know, rest are like sophomore. You're going to be able to get those guys a ton of reps. See what they, see what works for them, and see what doesn't work. And then it's going to at the, at the time I was playing. You know, the the recruiting period was the signing date was in February or whenever it was. So then, you know, the, when as you're going out to recruit people, you know, okay, I know this guy can actually really play. Uh, you know, I don't. You know, I thought maybe we need two receivers. But actually, we only need one, or we maybe need a JUCO receiver instead of because I know I got three, four young horses coming up so forth and so on. So it's the, it's more or less the practice and, and the the ability to get better. And and you got to think for, you know, in Nebraska's case, you know, you, two years ago you didn't get to have spring, which everybody didn't. And then uh, so you kind of get that back. But then you get to get healthy, develop some younger guys, get them in, still play the guys that are going to obviously most likely help you win the game, but, but then also play or at least practice some of the guys that are going to help you win in the future. Look. Michael Booker played, uh, I wouldn't say sparingly during the season, but he got healthy, had got obviously got into the bowl practices, had a you know obviously a pick six against Florida. Next thing you know, he's first round pick the next year, went top twelve. So, so from the I, I want to double dip this, um, and then get to it right back after the break. But the text line asks this question or makes the statement: Bowl games are dead, fellas. Completely pointless for kids that are NFL bound. But I want to I. Here's what we're going to address when we come back. One, is there a way to fix the bowl system as this of these guys play? And I think I have an answer. 
And then two, <laughs> as a teammate, whether you would be bothered by any of this. So those two questions we'll address when we come back to Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.